Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsiegood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today we're joined by pharmacist Dr. Chris Harrison, who's the pharmacist in charge of Flourish Pharmacy in Oklahoma. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Thank you for having me. People know you as Harry. Let's learn a bit about you first. You know, did you always want to be a pharmacist? What's that your wish from a little boy or did it change over time? Oh, no. I mean, as a as a boy, you know, I thought I was going to play basketball or, or football or something like that for a, a profession. But uh, really with me, um, I was working at a burger and shake joint uh, by my house. And my sister, who is a little bit older than me, was already in college and she was doing pre-pharmacy work. Her boyfriend at the time, now husband, was a pharmacist. And so he knew a pharmacy that needed a technician there. And he set me up with a, a couple of great guys there and then never looked back. So ever since high school, all through undergrad college, all through pharmacy school. Uh, so it's been, it's been a almost 21 years since I started there. So wow. I didn't always know, but as soon as I started working in a pharmacy, I knew pretty quick that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So tell us a bit about the pharmacy. Is, is this the pharmacy you've always been in or did you start somewhere else? No, I, I actually started at, uh, it was called Eckerd Drug. So it's a retail chain that was then bought out by CVS. So it's one of the big uh, retail chains. And that's what I did up until I graduated. And then from pharmacy school, about a six months, a year after that is when a friend of mine who had actually started here right when we graduated, he said they were looking for somebody. So I, I came over here and that's been about 10 years. Um, we are mostly a compounding pharmacy. We do carry some retail, but um, we're a compounding pharmacy and nutrition center. We provide custom compounds for patients and personalized nutritional support. We have a clinical nutritionist on staff that was actually a pharmacist in his previous career. So he's a great wealth of knowledge because he's a pharmacist and also a clinical nutritionist. So he does lots of consults from, from little kids to, to elderly patients. So um, that's, that's how we operate here. Mm-hmm. So what forms of LDN do you compound into? Mostly we do oral capsules uh, here. Uh, that's what most of the providers do. And that will range from, depending on what condition we're treating or, or what we're using it for, one microgram up to you know maybe a 10 milligram, depending on the circumstance. Uh, we do some oral suspensions. Uh, those are great because patients can increase and decrease the, the dose that they can find that works for them. And then we do some topical also, some, some LDN creams. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what results have you heard back from patients? By and large, uh, really good results. And I've had a few that have literally called me the next day and said that they woke up feeling like a different person. So that's obviously not everybody's experience, but um, as long as they will let us know how they're doing or let their provider know, we can work with them if there's a side effect or if they feel they need to change their dose. Um, and normally they stick with it and we're, we're getting really good results. Mm -hmm. What would you say your patient population is? What, what are the providers prescribing LDN for? It varies quite a bit. Um, here, since we are a compounding pharmacy, most patients that come here are not just looking for a blood pressure medicine or a diabetes medicine, for example. Um, they're needing something specific for them uh, that is special. And so we're making it here. Most of the providers are functional medicine providers. Um, they are providers that specialize in autoimmune issues, uh, men's and women's hormones, sinus, chronic sinus infections, wounds, dermatology. So that's the population we get of providers. And within those, it varies from Hashimoto's. We do a bunch with Hashimoto's and thyroiditis issues. We do a really good amount of rheumatology. And then there's some other things sprinkled in with uh, some MS and Lyme disease, lupus, fibromyalgia. So it, it varies quite a bit, but we do a really good number of LDN prescriptions each day. Mm -hmm. I always find it amazing when you start having consultants prescribing LDN. You mentioned dermatology. We know one dermatologist, rheumatologist, pain specialist, gastroenterologists. When you get those kind of people behind LDN, it makes people sit up and listen to what they have to say. Do you have any pain specialists in your area yet who are prescribing LDN, do you know? There are just a couple. Um, we have successfully titrated a few patients off of their opioids and they've transitioned to, to other pain medications. But typically the pain specialists aren't, aren't on board yet. So there, there are a few, um, but you have to work with them really close. Uh, and if they're willing to, then, then we've had good results. But uh, a lot of them just aren't uh, aware of it now and, and how to prescribe it and how to dose it. So we're, we're working on trying to get them uh, to understand it a little better. Well, that's it. it. Education is key, isn't it? And a lot of the times it's people like yourself at the front line, you know, with the, the pharmacy, having that relationship with the doctors um, to, I would say, handhold them, but be able to answer their questions with drug interactions and things, because that is what a pharmacist does. I mean, I was telling a lady today, she gave me this long list of her drugs and said, can you tell me which of these I can't take with X, Y, Z? And it's like, whoa, no, <laughs> you need to talk to your pharmacist. They're the people that have studied and trained 
and know all the drug interactions. So, um, yeah. I mean, there is a reason why you go to pharmacy school and learn so much. And your training is different to a doctor. They don't go into such great detail because they rely on the pharmacist, you know, pick the phone up and, and ask them. So that's pretty good. So with the training, are you doing anything locally to help educate your prescribers in your area yet? Yeah, so we'll visit uh, providers offices. And just the other day, about 10 days ago or so, I was in a dermatology office and we have uh, some information sheets that we have prepared. Um, and then frequently I will email uh, providers individually and we'll go back and forth with discussions and I'll uh, share articles with them or I've provided the LDN book volumes one and two to several providers. And uh, I will go in and sit down and visit with them specifically on LDN and, and other areas. But yes, we really try to get in and get face-to-face -face time with them so we can discuss it and explain it to them and, and educate them. Mm -hmm. We found the most prolific prescribers are the nurse practitioners or nurse prescribers, whichever you call them over there. Um, it would seem as though they have more time to actually sit with the patient and go through things than maybe a doctor would have. Do you have these nurse prescribers in your area? We do, we have several. So quite a few nurse practitioners and uh, over here they're called PAs or physician's assistants. And yes, they make up a big portion of who prescribes LDN. So they have to be under the direct supervision of a MD or a DO uh, doctor if they're a physician's assistant. The nurse practitioners can practice on their own. And there are quite a few that I talk with on a regular basis that do LDN. And they're, they understand it and, it's, and they're confident in how they prescribe it. I know you're in Oklahoma City, but how big an area um, can you dispense to? I mean, can you do it out of state or just in Oklahoma? Just in Oklahoma. So we're licensed only in Oklahoma, but we mail out and ship out all over the state. So we have patients that are two or three hours away that, that we mail to. So we can reach the whole state. My geography is not that good. I know Texas is a really big state. Oklahoma, I don't really know anything about it. How big is Oklahoma? Well, not as big as Texas. So we're, we're right above Texas, but the area that we're in is the most populated in the state. So Oklahoma City is the capital. We're a big, big area and then suburbs outside of there. We have a, a very large population in, in that center where we are. Right. So I think you're seeing a range of conditions that you're making compounds for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, do you know many people who have thyroid conditions that are taking LDN? A very large portion of our LDN patients are thyroid patients. There's a few providers locally that 
really do extensive testing for thyroid, which is great because you don't get that a lot of times with a, a family practitioner, they'll do a, a basic thyroid panel and it's, it's much more complicated than that. So when you get a provider who understands thyroid, it's really helpful because they know how to read those tests and see what's going on with those patients. But one provider in particular, um, depending on what stage they are in Hashimoto's, he prescribes LDN quite a bit. And we've seen a lot of either halting of that or even reversal of that progression. And that is a, a large portion of the patients that, that we see LDN with. So they're getting really good results because they're stopping the progression of that. Mm -hmm. and, and have you noticed that the thyroid medication can be decreased over time? Yes. So when we counsel a, a thyroid patient on LDN, if they are taking that medication, we're telling them to be aware of signs and symptoms that they might be getting too much thyroid. But a lot of those patients I was discussing, they haven't even started on a thyroid medication yet. These providers are catching it before. Oh, that's they get amazing. It. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's what you want, isn't it? To take Absolutely. as few medications as possible. So when you make your capsules, what do you compound them with? What's the filler? Well, there's a few that we can choose from. Uh, we like to let, you know, the patient let us know if they have a, a sensitivity or, or allergy, but uh, we try to do it with as little fillers as possible. Uh, so just the low-dose naltrexone and then, you know, a microcrystalline cellulose, uh, xylitol. We try to avoid lactose because a lot of patients have sensitivities. So it really varies. There's, there's no set um, filler that we, we have to use, but uh, we have different options for patients. Have you used a probiotic as a filler? We have not uh, done that yet. Um, we know of some people that are doing that. Um, we have a very robust selection of probiotics in our wellness department. And so our nutritionists will uh, discuss those with patients because a lot of the autoimmune patients have stomach issues, gut issues. Uh, so that's something that we, we do a lot of our probiotics here. Nutritional supplements in your pharmacy? Lots of rules and regulations on, on what you can do. I mean, there are specific ingredients that you cannot use to compound with. Uh, most of the time people are buying those over the counter, again, because of having to get a, a prescription for it as opposed to just buying it over the counter. Um, but yes, lots of, lots of rules to follow. You can be registered a certain way to be able to make specific supplements and be able to dispense those to patients and providers and sell them. Um, we're patient specific. So any, any prescription we make has to be dispensed directly to a patient from that provider's order. When you compound, say, LDN for a patient and they've got their prescription, how, and they're on a stable dose, let's say, how many months supply does the um, a prescriber normally prescribe for sort of a month or three months at a time? It'll vary per prescriber. Typically when they're starting out, they'll give them a prescription for whatever that smaller dose is. Then they'll have them double up and then they'll put another prescription on file for a later dose. 
what we see here are most people end up on the 4.5 milligram with some different variations there. Uh, but a lot of them will do a three month supply. Um, a lot of them will stick with a one month in case we need a change. But once they are stable, then a lot of providers will do three months at a time for them. Mm -hmm. So would you like to do, tell people your website so they can find out more about you? Sure. It is flourishrx.com, and that's F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H-R-X.com. And they can hop on there and see a bunch of different areas of where we do compounding. And then there's also a section for uh, a lot of our wellness department. So a lot of good information there. Well, that's wonderful. Well, thank you very much for having spoken to us today. We've learned a lot from you. Well, thank you. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.